0: right welcome it's Friday night we're on a little early tonight with all this election craziness going on there's a lot to do behind the scenes so I'm coming on a little bit early four o'clock instead of five o'clock right this is Orion rising I am your host Leonard O'Neill good morning good afternoon good evening or good morrow depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show okay law of one no politics today did that yesterday Everybody share this out, please. We are on earlier than we normally are, so we don't know how many people are going to pop in. looks like there's quite a few of you already here, so please share this out. We're going to be talking about the Law of One today. I'm going to go live again tomorrow. I talked about that yesterday, so if you caught my yesterday show, I'm going to go live again tomorrow. I think I'll do 4 p.m., not quite sure what time, so look for me during the day. If not, you can catch it afterwards. I got a lot of whistleblower stuff That's going to get us knocked off air while I'm playing it. And probably afterwards I'll be labeled as misinformation or uh, crazy conspiracy theories. right? But other people are playing it. I just got a thing from Ireland today that showed some guys over here in the United States playing the audio tape of Hunter Biden that I have and I've been sitting on for some 48 hours now. They went live with it yesterday. And I'm going to be playing that and a few other things that talk about, you know, whistleblowing things like Kamala Harris and her abuse of power out here in California. So it's going to be politics tomorrow, right? But today is going to be the love one. We're going to be talking about spiritualism today. And I am monitoring the chat, so please share this out. We will be all about spiritualism for the least the next hour, maybe longer. I will not deviate into politics except for what I just did to give you a preview of what we're going to do tomorrow, probably at 4 o'clock four to five o'clock hour I'll be live so if you guys want to hear Orion Rising news and you want to hear politics which is everything you are hearing in every channel known to mankind until this election's over tune in tomorrow on Saturday if you're tired of all that crap tune in now and stay tuned in because we're going to be talking religion well not religion but spiritualism. Reese welcome my friend please share this out I'm gonna do the same thing and those of you who aren't saying hi in the chat hi Please share this out when you get here. Like I said, there's not gonna be politics, it's gonna be uh spiritualism. We're talking about the love one. If you read the description, you'll see what that entails. Right. So we ended up at session eighty eight zero point four zero four. Well, I'm gonna back up one question because that question Is pertaining to the next question so if we started at four and you didn't remember the question three last week on Friday then you'd be kind of lost so if you get to this first right say you just find me or you just find the podcast wherever you're at around the world whether you're listening on the uh, mp4 file or the mp3 file version we're live with the mp4 file version there there I am namaste those of you listening with the mp3 you can't see me but you can hear me okay so, what's going on here? Oh, okay. Sorry, I have this in the share out mode. I'll do that afterwards once we get going here. Um, I'm looking down at my, my phone. I'm using my phone as a monitor because my computer over here is buried. My laptop over here is buried right now, and my other laptop is not in this room. So I only have the main base. And if I were to to go over there, I wouldn't be able to see what I was doing in the studio if I went to open another window. You know what I mean? So I'm using my phone as a second. Monitor. I don't usually do that. I usually have a monitor over here and a monitor over there, uh, and I do that. Or I'm on a different, uh, different uh, um, um, program to go live, operating system, and that one has the chat here. This one does not, in fact, have the chat. And that one, if I use uh, YardStream, that one has incorporates all chat, so I can go live uh, in multi-multi uh, uh, stream. Um, but this one I can play better video and audio here than I can there so there's a there's a trade-off whether I'm live or whether I'm playing like here I'm playing video from YouTube and for some reason this computer this particular base I'm pointing over here at the base not at the camera um, has an issue and I haven't figured it out yet with allowing the audio even though I tell it what audio to send through it doesn't seem to do it And it's hard for me to test because I can't record so I have to go live on like and go private on on YouTube to do it and that's very time-consuming and took a lot of time in the very beginning when I was learning the learning curve of the other operating systems that I use like the one I'm on now and that's just what you have to do until you can figure out what configuration your base computer will interact with (laughs) with that because you know I have speakers up here that are plugged in through a port I have speakers in the computer that are down here I can plug in a, a headset and sometimes when you plug in the headset it works with uh, like with StreamYard, so I would have to wear a headset so I can hear what you guys are hearing to know if it's playing. Um, but I have to go through that rigmarole, and that takes a little bit of time to go, does this one work? Does that one work? Does that one work? Combination of the two, none of the above, you know what I mean? So it's a pain in the butt. Um, okay, so let's get right back into that, because like I said, you know, I'm already wasting six minutes talking about this, so it's the law of one. Uh, it's in the description, so if you don't know what it is, wherever you link to this podcast, The description is there telling you about the Law of One. There was one hundred and six channeling sessions. It's we've been doing this every Friday night for two years, save for about four or five Fridays in there, where we had other events that took precedent over the Law of One. Or it was a holiday. Right? (laughs) Or it was a holiday. Like Christmas or New Year's or something like that. Okay. So we're on session eighty, eight zero point zero three. Question three of session eighty pardon me so let me go ahead and click over here in the studio to the YouTube and I'm using uh, Muffy Moose is the the group that published uh, the ll research uh, approved material it is actually the books all six of them and there's computer that is speaking the computer is an English male accent uh, it kind of annoys somebody some people at first but after a while it kind of your brain figures it out and it almost seems like there's a different person talking between the questioner and um, raw when when they speak right it's a, it's so weird your brain actually because they say question or and then they say I am raw your brain actually switches uh, a tone slightly and you go is that a different tone that he's using when he's in, when he, when they're raw anyway So you get it after a while, and I've been listening to it for two years now, and and even before that when I read the books, I did it with that. I read the books, and I watched all of Muffy Moose's videos uh, so that I could read and hear at the same time instead of just reading, right? I'm one of those people that I I can read and get something, but if I hear it at the same time, I'm really good at hearing in my memory uh, and reading. So I I don't have eidetic memory, but I have total recall. So if I can see and hear at the same time, it totally solidifies it. Uh, to where I can read it back while it's being talked without seeing the words I do that with movies it drives people crazy I watch a movie once and then I'm, I'm sitting there lip-syncing the entire movie they're like how do you do that I'm like how do you not okay that <laughs> causes problems though with deja vu because I'll be like didn't I already do this live before and it no that was two and a half year or two and a half years ago when I when I first read the book right so that's what's funny about that okay let's go ahead here and go into uh, full-screen mode let me click over here and not start it full-screen mode and we will go ahead and get started
1: question 80.3 questioner Has our fifth density visit
0: hold on I don't think that's loud enough for you guys I'm gonna check my volume over here and I'm gonna turn it up just a tad it's loud in in here in the studio, but sometimes it doesn't come across for you guys. And then sometimes because I turn it up, you guys get the reverb. So if you hear raw twice, that's why I just turned it up on the on the studio. You know, sometimes the mic my microphone picks it up, and you'll hear the you'll hear the double sound. That sounds kind of weird, but it's cool when it when you know what I mean. Okay, so let me go back over here and go full screen again, and we'll go ahead.
1: been less able to affect instrument during our more recent workings? Answer, I am Ra. We shall answer in two parts. Firstly, during the workings themselves the entity has been baited to a great extent. Secondly, in the general experiential circumstances of your space-time experience this fifth density entity is able to greet this entity with the same effectiveness upon the physical body complex as always since the inception of its contact with your group. This is due to the several physical complex distortions of the instrument. However, the instrument has become...
0: And if you have questions, please feel free to ask them in the chat. We are live. Okay? So what are you saying? Oh, not much there. Are you guys talking? Not much there, here, but some snow. Are you saying as far as, like, the sound, Danny? Or are you talking to somebody else? And Maria, welcome. Like I said, please share this out. Thank you, Reese. Reese shared. Thank you. So, yeah, you guys, please share this out. If you have questions, please type them in the chat. I am live, and I am monitoring the chat, okay? I will stop just like I did here and talk to you and answer your questions if you have questions, okay?
1: Come more mentally and spiritually able to greet this entity with love, thereby reducing the element of fear, which is an element the entity counts as a great weapon in the attempt to cause cessation in any degree of the raw contact. Question 80.4. Questioner, what is the reason for the fact that the entity is able to act through physical distortions that are already present as opposed to being unable to act upon an entity who has no physical distortion at all? Answer, I am Ra. The key to this query is the term, distortion. Any distortion, be it physical, mental, or spiritual in complex nature, may be accentuated by the suggestion of one able to work magically, that is, to cause changes in consciousness. This entity has many physical distortions. Each in the group has various mental distortions. Their nature varies. The less balanced the distortion by self-knowledge, the more adeptly the entity may accentuate such a distortion in order to mitigate against the smooth functioning and harmony of the group. Question 80.5 Questioner, as Ra well knows, the information that we accumulate here will be illuminating to a very minor percentage of those who populate this planet simply because there are very few people who can understand it. However, it seems that...
0: Little did they know back in 1981 to 1984, huh? Back then, absolutely right. Nowadays, I'm not the only one that does this. I started doing this before anybody else on the internet had any podcast doing it, and since then, I'm aware of at least five other podcasts, including ll research those guys weren't breaking down their own stuff and now they are so it's like the guys realize that hey there's still money to be made off of that and it's just as important as ever this message in fact more important now than it was then or just as important I think it's more important now because we have the means to get this out like this and put it on the air forever and have it out there in the ether for people to find right okay let's continue
1: our fifth density visitor is, shall we say, dead set against this communication. Can you tell me why this is so important to him since it is of such a limited effect, I would guess, upon the harvest of this planet? Answer, I am Ra. Purity does not end with the harvest of third density. The fidelity of Ra towards the attempt to remove distortions is total. This constitutes an acceptance of responsibility.
0: And now I'm buffing over there. Hold on, I need to see if they're already starting to knock me off there. I had that problem the other day, yesterday. Let's see what I got going on here. No, it says my signal's fine. it's might have been just my phone. I apologize if if that's what the case was, but my phone was buffing just then. And Patricia, welcome. Right, Patricia says uh, I'm from 1981. This life. So you were born in 1981 th- here. This isn't that crazy? I was born in '67. I'm 53. If you saw me at the beginning there with the gray hair, you'd know why. But welcome. Please share this out, Danny. Um. Yeah, this is yeah. It's like the Book of Enoch, actually. Yeah, Danny says this is the Book of Enoch. Yeah, it is actually. Uh, it's just like the Book of Enoch. The Book of Enoch was another um, hive mind complex. You know, it's cool that you brought that up. I I don't talk about that very much, but the Book of Enoch was uh, another hive mind complex that came through not raw, but another one just like raw that was approved by the council to come through, and to talk about all this stuff. In fact, the the verbiage is similar, although the Book of Enoch I think is more in the biblical. Uh, than it is in the scientifical, um, but yes, you're right. It is. It's the same message. Jesus was speaking the same message. So it was Mohammed, right? Those these people, these prophets, were speaking the same message as these people coming through channeling. Okay, so it's it's cool that you catch that. It's a good catch. Those of you who had have, haven't read the Book of Enoch, which I haven't read it entirely. I need to get another copy of it. I had one on my yacht, and when I sold my yacht, I forgot to take it, and I never got it back. So yeah, that's a that's good catch, Danny way to go bro okay I'm assuming Danny that you're a guy I know that some women's name is Danny too so I apologize if you're a woman and I said and I said that. <laughs> okay let me go back into to full screen here and let's continue so yeah great great interaction and I'm glad that you said that because I normally don't mention that and in fact raw talks about that that's the only reason I know that is because Ross talks about that early on in the first 10 or 12 sessions that there was another group that came through with a bibo biblical since uh and came through and that I think he asked then uh um Don I think Don asked then the questioner if that was the book of Enoch I don't know for certain because my memory's uh, kind of askew um because of where I am you know uh, spiritually I, st- I you know time for me I start seeing time as uh, um like everything happening all at once so I slip in and out of that as I get higher I slip into that and then back so that's why I have problems with déjà vu. Uh, that in my memory makes me have that problem okay here we go yeah when your memory works that good you start having deja vu a lot more and then when you're higher vibration you start getting close to going in the fourth and fifth and uh, there it's not like here here times linear there it's not so past present, and future all happens at once So you get a lot of deja vus when you're here in this physical 3d reality but spiritually you're in a 40 or a 5d
1: for service to others which is of relative purity. The instrument through which we speak and its support group have a similar fidelity and, disregarding any inconvenience to self, desire to serve others. Due to the nature of the group the queries made to us by the group have lead rapidly into somewhat abstruse regions of commentary. This content does not mitigate against the underlying purity of the contact. Such purity is as a light. Such an intensity of light attracts attention. Question 80.6. Questioner, what would our fifth density visitor hope to gain for himself if he were to be successful in eliminating this contact? Answer, I am Ra. As we have previously stated, the entity hopes to gain a portion of that light, that is, the mind, body, spirit complex of the instrument. Barring this, the entity intends to put out the light. See, so here again, they're, they're mentioning,
0: Ra's mentioning uh, about Carlo being un, un, under attack by an assassin that is not in the physical three re, 3D reality that we're in. Okay, so this is, this is what we call the opposition, all right? There's an assassin that was sent by the opposition, which would be, in this case, would be the uh, Orion Confederation or the Orion Crusaders, not to be misunderstood for by the Orion um, Coalition. There's a difference. The Orion Coalition are good guys. Raw is part of the o- Orion Coalition. They came from Orion originally before they came here to try and help us on Earth. My Immortal Soul is part of the coalition that came from Orion. And I'm here with a Strike Force team that came down here and volunteered to become Wanderers and do what I'm doing now. And I know that because I've wake I've woke up enough to understand and remember that. And I've met a few of the coalition. In fact, if you go back and watch Thursday's show and I've actually identified two members of the of said coalition in the chat when we were doing politics. But we were given the history lesson of basically touching around all of this as well. So again, Carla The channeler has been under psychic attack from an assassin who is, in fact, in the fourth dimension, physical, here on Earth, cross-planing from the exact spot that Carla occupies in this 3D universe, and attacking her on a psychic level 24 hours a day, and most importantly, during the channeling sessions trying to kill her so that this signal does not get through however it didn't work and this signal did get through that is why we have it and that is one of the reasons why I deemed it important enough and if you've read any of this you understand as well why this is so important talked about that yesterday because the cabal those Families who believe they own this planet, you, me, and everybody else—they understand how this matrix works here. They understand that we, as a collective, as a hive mind collective, control the reality here. We created this reality, and we control this reality as a whole. So when they, when they, what they do is they, they confuse you, and they make you believe something. And when all of us believe that, it becomes, it manifests into reality. So if we all said there is no famine anywhere in the world and all of us on this planet thought that and believed it, there would be no famine instantly because we would change the reality and we would be fruitful and have food and everything. They've convinced us that we need money to buy food. We need money for everything and they've convinced us to not farm it for ourselves or forage it for ourselves, but to go and buy it from someone else centralize all of our monetary system in a bank they control and center, and this is not politics now don't get me wrong uh, those of you who will go like do not about spiritualism now you're talking politics this isn't politics this is the control that they have Im- the reason that we are here talking about the law of one is because people have been locked down in this matrix and you're just recycling over and over and over again that's if you go back to the beginning you'll hear the raw say that so don't think that I'm talking politics here I'm not talking about like American election and that kind of junk right now I'm talking about history okay so some of us understand that and we know that we have to get people to understand that you are free and some of you are drawn to this and that more importantly I'm not trying to talk to the people of this planet who are asleep more importantly who I'm trying to reach are those of you who either are ready to wake are waking or are wanderers of, of any sort, whether you're, you know, uh, whatever, whether you're whatever, star seed uh, you know, uh, blue avian, whatever. If you are here as a positive influence on this planet, and you have chosen to reincarnate here and get mind wiped when you're born, but you're on a mission to be in service to others, then you're the person that I'm trying to wake up. You're the one that will find this podcast and be drawn to it. If not, and you listen to it and go, this guy's a lunatic, and you go away, you're not who I'm trying to reach. So that's why I tell people, if you don't like the content of what I'm saying, go go somewhere else. Don't bother trying to discredit or disprove it. But if you do, if you can, and you can you can prove it without using someone else's talking points or accusation with no backup, I'll put you on my show. I've said that for the three years I've had my show, and and for the three years prior to that when I was hosting other shows for other people. And I've never had somebody come on and go, that's it, dude, I so got you, you so suck. All right, let's continue.
1: Question 80.7. Questioner, I understand this up to a point, and that point is if the entity were successful in either of these attempts, of what value would this be to him? Would it increase his ability? Would it increase his polarity? By what mechanism would it do whatever it does? Answer, I am Ra. Having attempted, for some of your space-time with no long-lasting result, to do these things the entity may be asking this question of itself. The game for triumph is an increase in negative polarity to the entity in that it has removed a source of radiance and, thereby, offered to this space-time the opportunity of darkness where there once was light. In the event that it succeeded in enslaving the mind, body, spirit complex of the instrument it would have enslaved a fairly powerful entity, thus adding to its power. Question 80.8. Questioner, I am sorry for my lack of penetration of these mechanisms and I apologize for some rather stupid questions, but I think we have here a point that is somewhat central to what we are presently attempting to understand some of my next questions may be almost unacceptably stupid but i will attempt to try to understand what this power that our visitor seeks is and how he uses it it seems to me that this is central to the mind and its evolution as our visitor increases his power through these works what is the power that he increases can you describe it answer i am ra the power of which you speak is a spiritual power the powers of the mind as such Do not encompass such works as these. You may, with some fruitfulness, consider the possibilities of moonlight. You are aware that we have described the matrix of the spirit as a night. The moonlight, then, offers either a true picture seen in shadow or chimera and falsity. The power of falsity is deep as is the power to discern truth from shadow. The shadow of hidden things is an infinite depth in which is stored the power of the one infinite creator. The Adept then, is working with the power of hidden things illuminated by that which can be false or true. To embrace falsity, to know it, and to seek it, and to use it gives a power that is most great. This is the nature of the power of your visitor, and may shed some light upon the power of one who seeks in order to serve others as well, for the missteps in the night are oh. So easy. Question 80.9. Questioner, are you saying, then, that this power is of the spirit and not of the mind or of the body answer I am Ra. The work of the adept is based upon previous work with the mind and the body else work with the spirit would not be possible on a dependable basis with this comment we may assert the correctness of your assumption
0: that's going to switch over in a second those of you who are watching I paused it for just a second so this that's why people need to understand That there are, that you know, that evil people gain strength and power from your fear and domination over you. Because when they dominate you, you give them power by allowing them to continue doing that. That's why the powers that should not be want you afraid of them and thinking that there's a threat there. So that fear that you feel gives them power. Fear is the mind killer fear is the little death okay so that's that was uh, february twenty 1982 we're going to go to the second portion of this which is session 80 second half of session 80 which i think i just messed up didn't i yes i did no i didn't part two of two no that yeah that's right sorry i was hitting the wrong button again i was hitting buttons too fast
1: question 80.10 Questioner, the 15th archetype is the matrix of the spirit and has been called the devil. Can you tell me why that is so? Answer, I am Ra. We do not wish...
0: And I forgot that they were dealing with the different archetypes, which became the uh, tarot cards. So we're getting into the archetypes, and eventually he's going to segue into tarot cards and start asking Ra um, to describe the tarot cards, and and they were going to... Don, I don't know if he did, but I hear that there is an actual deck out there that they, because they re, and I've seen where it says Egyptian deck, ancient Egyptian deck, but I haven't actually looked at it to find out if it is the exact same one. For those of you who know tarot cards, Raw claims that they invented the first tarot deck, first original tarot deck, some whenever that was when they were here, 120,000 years ago or whatever. All right, so here we go
1: to be facile in such a central query, but we may note that the nature of the spirit is so infinitely subtle that the fructifying influence of light upon the great darkness of the spirit is very often not as apparent as the darkness itself. The progress chosen by many adepts becomes a confused path as each adept attempts to use the catalyst of the spirit. Few there are which are successful in grasping the light of the sun. By far, The majority of adepts remain groping in the moonlight and, as we have said, this light can deceive as well as uncover hidden mystery. Therefore, the melody, shall we say, of this matrix often seems to be of a negative and evil, as you would call it nature. It is also to be noted that an adept is one which has freed itself more and more from the constraints of the thoughts, opinions, and bonds of other selves. Whether this is done for service to others or service to self, It is a necessary part of the awakening of the adept. This freedom is seen by those not free as what you would call evil or black. The magic is recognized, the nature is often not. Question 80.11, questioner. So this is
0: some of the stuff that the, you know, the, the religions don't want to tell you because they don't want people knowing that, that, you know, your choice here is your choice and that you're free. They want you to be afraid of evil and not make that choice. So they're trying to sway you to be good and not evil. But The truth is you can do whatever you want. So if you want to be evil, you can be evil. You just have to know and, and acknowledge whether you like it or not that you cannot go past the sixth density. Halfway through the sixth density on the evil side. That's purgatory. That's the hell. That's the, the, the separation from the one you will never, ever, ever, for the for the for all of eternity see the one again or get anywhere nearer to the one so evil is not 50 50 just as powerful as as good not not by a long shot okay so whether you like to believe that or not doesn't matter it's your choice so you can do that if you want to be evil go ahead and be evil because then you serve as a bad example for people and you motivate people to be good everybody serves the the uh, is in service to the whole or the one even those who try and serve themselves because by doing so you're assisting those who are in service to others so you're in service to others by being in service to self I know it's really complicated but it's not once you understand and grasp the concept so no matter how evil you are you just serve to motivate people to not be and you motivate other people to try and stop you which means that they become more inclined to be in service to others do you see so everything f- serves a purpose. Everyone serves a purpose. That's why I don't say, oh, it would be bad. Don't choose evil. You can choose whatever you want. I don't care. Because if you choose evil, I won't see you again after this lo- after this life. After here. Because you'll be out there and instead of being commingling so much, it's not so much commingling as it is here. And it's a lot easier to see evil once you understand it. Once you understand evil here, you never not see it no matter how much candy they put on themselves, or how much perfume they put on themselves, you smell them out quickly. Once you get on the scent, and you actually understand what it means, and and no matter how kind they act, you can tell who's in service to themselves. They can't, they, they have to tip their hand. They can't continue to pretend they're not, because they don't gain much power. So very quickly, they have to tip their hand and show their true
1: colors. Could I say then that implicit in the process of becoming adept is the seeming polarization?
0: I, you know, I don't know that uh, Reese has a question in the chat. What is the tarot book name? The one that I saw was was ancient Egyptian tarot cards. That was a modern one that someone made, and I don't know who made it. I just I tried to Google it after I had read this and tried to find it, and and I didn't know what Don, if Don made one what the, he called it. So I don't know if there's a duplication of the one that Don made in 1983 or or early 1984 before he committed suicide. I don't know if if there is a deck that they made that L.L. Research has. I haven't gone that far as to vet that and have not contacted L.L. Research because none of the people that were uh, in this group are alive now. They're all gone. Carla just went in 2017 or 2018. Might have even been as late as 2019. Carla just died not too long ago. I think it was just before I started this, so that would have been two years ago. So it would have been twenty seventeen. Carla died. She was the last one. But there are still people who knew them. Right? LL research people that are that are still working who knew them. Uh so they might have that answer, Reese, if you're looking for the one that he created. Uh but if not, there is one out there that's called the Ancient Egyptian Tarot Cards. And by listening to this or reading the Law of One, if you if you get the deck, you can see if it's if it's in any change from what they describe because because Don has them has him describe it in detail so that he can go and draw it and eventually create it okay so that's gonna that's coming up because right now they're doing the archetypes and Don understands what the archetypes are and then he realizes that correlates with the uh, tarot cards and that's when it gets into that so at that point a lot of people kind of get bored because they're like what are we doing this is tedious well this is how I am a scientist so I will, I will do, that's why I always play it to the very end, even though there's always that same last question. Can we do anything to make the the uh, question the, uh, the, um, uh, person more comfortable? Uh, and, and then they go through that. And at the beginning, the same thing with they check on Carla and how is she doing and is she still under attack? I play all that because I'm methodical. I'm a scientist, right? I, I'm not going to just skip over that and go, that was blah, 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 same thing. No, that's not how you do it. That's not how science works. So that's why it's so that way with Dawn and the tarot cards. So I don't know. That's the answer to that, buddy. I could just tell you what I did know in an ancient Egyptian tarot cards. And you can even try original ancient Egyptian tarot cards uh, and see if that comes up with something. But that might be something, again, that's modern where they're trying to go back. I would say get them because they're usually only 20 bucks tops unless they have a big kit, sometimes even less, 10 bucks. I would say get them and compare to what Ra says and let me know, <laughs> right? Because if you get a set that is uh, identical to what Ra describes, I, want to buy, I will buy one too, okay? So let me know, Reese, what happens with that, if you do that.
1: ...towards service to self because the adept becomes disassociated with many of his kind. Answer, I am Ra. This is likely to occur. The apparent happening is disassociation whether the truth is service to self and thus true disassociation from other selves or service to others and thus true association with the heart of all other selves and disassociation only from the illusory husks which prevent the adept from correctly perceiving the self and other self as one. Question 80.12. Okay, that
0: sounded crazy, right? But it really wasn't. This is likely to occur. The apparent happening is is disassociation, whether the truth is service to self and thus true disassociation from others' selves, or service to others and thus true association with the heart of all other selves, and disassociation only from the illusionary husks, which prevent the adept from correctly perceiving the self and other self as one. See, now, so I had to repeat that because it it sounds crazy on its base, but it's not. He's just giving you opposing uh, viewpoints, whether you're good or bad and what that entails and how that's reached. Do you understand? Whether you're in service to others or in service to self and then the truism therein or thereof.
1: Questioner, then you say that this effect of disassociation on a service to others adept is a stumbling block or slowing process in reaching that goal to which he aspires? Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is incorrect. This disassociation from the miasma of illusion and misrepresentation of each and every distortion is a quite necessary portion of an adept's path. It may be seen by others to be unfortunate. Question 80.13.
0: See, so he basically, he he misunderstood what he said and and put it that way. And then Ra said, no, no, that's incorrect. This is what it is. But even though it is that way, it still could be seen by others as unfortunate. But it it only would be on the negative uh, path or if the adept was askew and missed something, which happens to all of us all the time. We don't always catch the mystery of or the planned teachings the first time it's shown to us because we're distracted. You have to remember that everything in this in this illusion everything in this matrix is is here as a distraction the part of the you know part of the the part of the id or the or the ego is distraction and these people the powers that should not be have recreated like we have external hard drives well they do with the internet they made that an external hard drive which is another negative matrix or, or another ego and a portion of it Okay, and then on the other side, there's the, the good side. There's always that balance. And then television programming does the same thing. Movies, news media, it's another external hard drive that is another ego trying to drive you down the, to, the, to the negative uh, uh, reality or the negative matrix and to keep you disassociated from your own higher self and the knowledge and understanding of the universe, how it works, and everything that we're talking about here. Do you see? Do you understand? so that's part of the opposition when I say opposition that's the opposition it's not necessarily a driving force of a person attacking you but it's the residual effects of something that they've put in place to constantly bombard you with negativity and to keep you from growing in a positive way spiritually everything is to distract you to keep you in the here and now present people say you need to be present in the here and now well you do but you also need to be present in the fact that the here and now is trying to distract everything you do to keep you from a spiritual path not a religious path religion again is an orthodox box corporation trying to get your ass in their seats to pay them money and then they feed you a religion like the Catholics. And I'm, I'm a Catholic knight. I was knighted by the Catholics. I am a, I'm a holy monk in the Catholic religion. Okay? I'm considered a, almost a priest, and I, can, I have priestly duties. But only a priest has to go to the seminary, so you can't be. But I am a minister. I'm an ordained minister in every Christian religion outside of Catholicism. And this is me saying that about these religions okay so I'm not just some guy yelling about religions who's an atheist I am not I am in fact clergy and I carry a clergy badge with me and identification and a rosary with me at 24 hours a day I can give absolution in any faith including the Catholic faith because I am a fourth degree knight but knighted by the Roman Catholic Holy See in the order of Columbia the only holy order currently serving the Catholic the Roman Catholic religion worldwide I told that to a friend of mine and she said what are you talking about there are no Knights other than the Knights of of the realm and I said that is untrue <laughs> there are over 2 million worldwide Knights that have been knighted by the Holy See in Rome and she was like what and I'm like yes we are called the Knights of Columbus and we've been around for more than 150 years and we're currently the only Holy Order of the church all other orders were disbanded shortly after the temple night wars with the church not too long after that they disbanded all of them because they were afraid of them because when they got too powerful like the temple Knights did they had more well wielded more power and wealth than the church itself so they cut off the hand to spite the face and got rid of all that so the only people and, and then they went and hired the Swiss Guard which is hilarious because the Swiss Guard that protects Rome and uh, the Vatican and the, and the Pope are in fact descendants of the temple Knights temple Knights went to and, and created Switzerland. <laughs> okay. As well as as well as the banking system in Scotland and eventually helped free America and the whole lines. Okay. Nova Scotia, I refer to um the the Oak Island incident, right? Templar Knights were there. So it was uh the St. Clair family. Anyway. Okay, so let's continue.
1: Questioner, then is this from the point of view of the fifteenth archetype? somewhat of an excursion into the matrix of the spirit in this process does that make any sense answer i am Ra. the excursion of which you speak in the process of disassociation is most usually linked with that archetype you called hope which we would prefer to call
0: i wanted to point out right there that this was one of those places where they were where there's a change uh in the the audio that was just spoken right slightly a, a slight change uh, in the audio that was spoken from the actual books what you see here is the same as what he said but if you were looking at the original there's it's a, it's a slightly different uh, not the book itself that came out this is the book that came out they do some editing sometimes so this is one of those uh, moments where it was slightly different anyway from the audio tape recording only because it was it was um grammatically more sound
1: Old faith This archetype is the catalyst of the spirit and, because of the illuminations of the potentiator of the spirit, will begin to cause these changes in the adept's viewpoint. Question 80.14. Questioner, I didn't intend to get too far ahead of my questioning process here. The positively or negatively polarized adept, then, is building a potential to draw directly on the spirit for power. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. It would be more proper to say that the adept is calling directly through the spirit to the universe for its power, for the spirit is a shuttle. Question 80.15. Questioner, the only obvious significant difference, I believe, between the positive and negative adepts in using this shuttle is the way they polarize. Is there a relationship between the archetypes of the spirit and whether the polarization is either positive or negative? is, for instance, the positive calling through the 16th archetype and the negative calling through the 15th archetype. I am very confused about this and I imagine that that question is either poor or meaningless. Can you answer that? Answer, I am Ra. It is a challenge to answer such a query, for there is some confusion in its construction. However, we shall attempt to speak upon the subject. The adept, whether positive or negative, has the same matrix. The potentiator is also identical. Due to the catalyst of each adept, the adept may begin to pick and choose that into which it shall look further. The experience of the spirit, that which you have called the moon, is then, by far, the more manifest of influences upon the polarity of the adept. Even the most unhappy of experiences, shall we say, which seem to occur in the catalyst of the adept, seen from the viewpoint of the spirit, may, with the discrimination possible in shadow, be worked with until light equaling the light of brightest noon descends upon the adept and positive or service to others illumination has occurred. The service to self adept will satisfy itself with the shadows and, grasping the light of day, will toss back the head in grim laughter, preferring the darkness. Question 80.16
0: So the truth there is that your choice to either follow the negative or in service to self path or the positive in service to others path doesn't have anything to do with the archetypes. it has to do with your decision the archetype oracle type or archetype type in, in in any level get allows for either that would have been a better way to answer that but raw is answering as a nuclear physicist <laughs> right That's why I'm here to interpret that. So the truth is, it's your choice on every level. Both are there for your disposal, and both are there for you to delve into by each archetype, depending on which way that you want to go, on every level of every archetype.
1: Questioner, I guess the 19th archetype of the spirit would be the significator of the spirit. Is that correct? Answer, I am Ra this is correct question 80.17 questioner how would you describe the significator of the spirit answer i am ra in answer to the previous query we set about doing just this the significator of the spirit is that living entity which either radiates or absorbs the love and the light of the one infinite creator radiates it to others or absorbs it for the self question eighty point one
0: two. So basically, he's saying what I just said right here in that answer, the answer to the previous query we set about doing just this. The significator of the spirit is that living entity which either radiates or absorbs the love and the light of the one infinite creator radiates to others or absorbs it to self. So your choice to do that is yours, but it's there for the giving freely in all archetypes
1: One eight. questioner then would this process of radiation or absorption since we have what I would call a flux or flux rate be the measure of the adept answer I am Ra. this may be seen to be a reasonably adequate statement question 80.19 questioner then for the 20th archetype I'm guessing that this is the transformation of the spirit possibly analogous to the sixth density merging of the paths is this in any way correct see
0: you know here he's he's referring don is the questioner pardon me he's referring to the see he says that he says to the the sixth density merging of the paths remember what i said a little while ago that halfway through the sixth density they have to if you want if you want to continue on a spiritual path in any way you have to become good and then you can move forward and that's what he's talking about here okay cuz once you do that then then you know you don't you don't have to go all the way back and be like beaten down and destroyed and raped and pillaged to do it once you make up your mind and you basically just you know ask forgiveness like if you would say forgive me father for I have sinned or whatever so once you say okay I don't want to be evil anymore I want to continue on a spiritual level and on on the lighter side and be in service to others and you're in your steadfast in that that you believe that with your soul the universe or, or the one or the all allows you and rewards you with instantaneous departure from that reality to the new reality and then you have to continue and if you don't then you get flipped back so if you get there and go, ha, 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 I made it, going to kill people, you're gone out of that reality and back to the other one. Do you see? You cannot. That is where Gandalf said, you shall not pass. You cannot go past that point, no matter how hard you try. Period. It's the way that the one true creator created the universe.
1: Answer. I am raw. No. Question 80.20. <laughs> <No>. Questioner. <laughs> Sorry about that. Can you tell me what the twentieth archetype would be? Uh-
0: now I wasn't saying that what he was saying up here at the beginning was right. I was saying he was referring to the merger. Okay? But he was trying to say that I'm guessing that this is the transformation of the spirit, possibly analogous to this, but he was wrong. This is not. But that does happen. He's right, not in that the twentieth is that archetype is that trans transformation. But there is that transformation does happen, but it's not the 20th
1: archetype. Answer, I am Ra. That which you call the sarcophagus in your system may be seen to be the material world, if you will. This material world is transformed by the spirit into that which is infinite and eternal. The infinity of the spirit is an even greater realization than the infinity of consciousness. For consciousness which has been disciplined by will and faith, is that consciousness which may contact intelligent infinity directly. There are many things which fall away in the many, many steps of that upward. We, of Ra, still walk these steps and praise the One Infinite Creator at each transformation.
0: Right. So you're never, you're never done until you literally merge back with the One, whenever that is. However many levels from here that that is right there's a lot of conjecture as to how many levels there are until you become one with the one at this level we have no way of knowing because nobody passed nobody passed the seventh once you get to the eighth they don't communicate anymore back any information they'll channel and answer questions like Ra's doing but Ra is not in fact in the eighth although that is where Jesus has moved on to and that's where Muhammad has moved on to so you can channel them but they're not coming back
1: question 80.21 questioner then i would guess that the 21st archetype would represent contact with intelligent infinity is that correct
0: in fact just to quickly for some people who might hear this what i just said and then they might go wait a minute no jesus is my lord and savior and he will return if you actually read matthew mark luke and john and actually pay attention to what jesus is saying he's trying to motivate you to look within and find through him is the way. But he never said that he is going to physically return to take you to heaven. Okay? So when Jesus is supposed to return in the rapture, the rapture is your ascendance through Jesus Christ to God. Not because of Jesus coming and driving the bus that takes you there. Jesus already did that. Jesus already took you there and gave you the tools to get there yourself because he can't make decisions for you. You have to choose the path because you're free not to. So Jesus has saved you, me, and everybody already. So did Muhammad with their knowledge. Here are your tools for you to make your journey back to the one you are already saved, you are already loved, all you have to do is choose it it is before you take this path that was the message that, that all of the prophets throughout all of history have been teaching even some who haven't yet become prophets like Mahatma Gandhi who have not been venerated to prophet status, took up that same mantle. I don't know that Mahatma Gandhi will ever be, you know, uh, deemed a, a prophet like Muhammad or Jesus, or Elijah, or any of them. There are some people that never really got the, that status that should have, I think, in history. Right? Well, some people say, "Oh, wait a minute!" Now you get into that Catholic whole saint thing. Well, they they tried to show you by sainthood show people who were taking up that mantle but they were not trying to give them a godlike status do you see they were not trying to give them because the Hebrews refuse even today to acknowledge Muhammad or Jesus as anything but hippies do you understand so the so the the Jewish religion says there are there haven't been any prophets except for the ones that they have in their dusty tome. Do you see? So as as to not offend other religions, the Catholics didn't try to say, well, these people are like Jesus and they're like God. They were like, well, no, they they did miracles and they were God-like. So they should be venerated to sainthood to show they were very holy people that did extraordinary things far above and beyond what regular people would do. That's the only reason for that. And so and so some people they look at that and they go the Catholics worship saints. No they don't. They venerate them. They don't worship them. They venerate them just like they do archangels. They don't worship them. They venerate them and celebrate them for the things they have done for God or the one or for humanity on a positive level trying to raise the vibration of everyone here in a positive manner to make a difference in everyone's life to show that one individual can make that much difference. Let's continue.
1: Answer, I am Ra. This is correct.
0: Peter, I just looked at the chat. My friend from Ireland, welcome, welcome.
1: Although one may also see the reflection of this contact as well as the contact with intelligent energy which is the universe or, as you have called it somewhat provincially, the world question 80.22 questioner then by this contact also with intelligent energy can you give me an example of what this would be for both the contact with intelligent infinity and the contact with intelligent energy could you give me an example of what type of experience this would result in if that is at all possible answer i am ra this shall be the last query of this working of full length we have discussed the possibilities of contact with intelligent energy For this energy is the energy of the Logos, and thus it is the energy which heals, builds, removes, destroys, and transforms all other selves as well as the self. The contact with intelligent infinity is most likely to produce an unspeakable joy in the entity experiencing such contact. If you wish to query in more detail upon this subject, we invite you to do so in another working. Is there a brief query before we close this working?
0: See. Now, so so the difference is on on a spiritual level, right? One is the Logos, so it is the love. It is the creation. It is the energy of the creation or the opposite. Destroys, transforms, right? Removes, builds, heals. So it's, it's either positive or negative energy that is an action, right? What is Logos? Logos is the Word of God. What was the Word of God? The Word of God is love. Unless you're Catholic, then the Word of God is, was Jesus. Jesus was the Word. That's how they get the Holy Trinity. They said Jesus was the Word of God, therefore He was the voice of God. If He's the voice of God, then He was God on earth. That's how they elevated Jesus from prophet status to God-like status. Doesn't necessarily make it true. But, however, I preface that with all of us are A piece of the one. We are a creation of the one, and we are a mini me version of the one. Okay, so in that truest respect, Jesus is God. But so are you. So am I. So is everything and everyone else. Because we were created by and given sentient life and free will to learn every possible scenario that we could think of or create given the power of the one on a smaller scale to do the exact same thing most of us don't know that and that's what the powers that should not be are trying to keep from us is that knowledge we talked about this in the history yesterday when we were talking politics okay that's the parable that is the Garden of Eden the eating of the fruit gave Eve knowledge and she said Adam you gotta eat this bro this is like bacon sorry I love bacon All right. this is whatever your favorite thing is and it was a fruit and there's you know but some people say it was the apple some people say it was a cherry some people say it was a berry that doesn't matter it was something that they consumed but it wasn't even a food to be honest it was the consumption of knowledge itself that was that would that which gives you the understanding that there is the one and that there is creation that we are part of so we control that narrative okay that's why it wasn't the one true creator that kicked him out of the Garden of Eden it was a slave master that kicked him out of the Garden of Eden that's what that storylines about if you read that story as if we pissed god off god being the almighty all-knowing creator of the universe all-loving would not then create something make it less than and keep away from certain things well we don't want you to have this knowledge because it might do damage to you so we're going to keep this from you and then when you find it out we go how dare you get out that's not the mindset of an all-loving all-knowing creator That is an immature mindset of a child, not even an adult. Adults don't do that. Adults here on this planet do that because most of them aren't actually 18 mentally. Okay? You tell your dad, I'm gay, your dad kicks you out of the house. Your father is immature. Also uneducated. Or the same thing happens if you're a woman and you say, I'm gay, and your mom or your dad are both disown you they are immature and they are not adults no matter how old their physical body is if in fact they were adults they would react in an adult way and go oh you know all right i mean i love you i don't care you know let's figure this out my teaching is this explain to me and then they would look for an answer not i'm going to send you somewhere where they're going to teach you to be straight because the Bible says you're supposed to be straight well that Bible was written by some Arab dude 5,000 years ago squatting in the desert okay let's be serious some of the things that are written in these dusty old tomes were written because of the time they lived in don't eat pork it's bad for you pork cannot be preserved once you kill the pig you have to cook the pig that day or it will go bad unless you have refrigeration they didn't have refrigeration for 5,000 years after they wrote it okay so some of the things they tell you don't cut your hair at all right if you take the Bible at its cover you sin against God every time you get a haircut or you shave your armpits ladies or you shave your coochie or you shave your legs or you pluck an eyebrow you're sinning against god according to the dusty tome if you have a tattoo sin you eat pork bacon sin everything's a sin most of the crap written in those dusty old tomes were shit to control people with guys i hate to say it all right but i've i've spent my life spent my life learning this stuff that's why i'm a, a holy freaking monk and i'm a, a you know clergy and i'm a, and i'm a, a, a pastor a padre, a reverend, whatever I want to call myself, ordained. Okay? It's because I spent my life learning about religion from not just the, the Catholic religion. I didn't learn about the Catholic religion until I was in my late 30s. I just knew about it because my family was mostly Catholic. I learned the Christian religions, the gambit, and then I was told by my father, learn all religions. If you want one, and you you should, need, you should learn all of them and find what fits for you. He was wise enough to, know, to tell me as a 10-year-old boy, you're going to find a time in your life when most of those will fit for you. But if you stifle yourself, you'll stay with one forever. If you don't and you continue to grow as an individual, you will find there will be a time when that one doesn't work anymore. And then the other one doesn't work anymore. And Eventually, you will come to the, to the understanding that none of them really work because they're all wrong even though they're all right. So you have to determine for yourself where they fit for you. And that's the truth. Where do they fit for you? All of the stories are absolutely, can you get to the one through Jesus? Yes. The storyline is there and it is true. It is, same thing with Muhammad. Same thing with the Hebrew religion. All of the religions, you can, they are right in that if you follow that path, you are going to find God. But they're all wrong in the semantics of, of the different things that they tell you and the way that they try to keep you from learning things that they don't control. As soon as somebody tries to control you and you're thinking about something by telling you you can't learn that, we don't want you to go ahead in the book without our guidance, that means they're trying to mold you the way they want you to understand the religion or whatever it is. No, Julie, you're not late. I started an hour early. (laughs) Instead of starting at 5, I started at 4, so you're not late. Right? Right? That's good. So Julie says, uh, this is exactly what I told my kids. Find the religion that helps you be the best person that you can be. Or find just the spiritualism on your own. Right? But yeah, it was good. Start them down the religious path and have them go talk to the clergy maybe even go and sit in on their on their you know their their mass see if they like it see if it fits if it resonates you know it'll be new so they'll resonate i like this place and they'll go my brother did that and he didn't choose to go the catholic way he's he's a more of a evangelical christian and it works for him because he likes that atmosphere better than the dusty old stand up kneel stand up kneel sit down stand up kneel pray stand up kneel pray Right? He he doesn't like that and some people love that. I love a Catholic Mass done in Latin where they're chanting. Or like a Gregorian mass where they chant. I love that crap. Love the chanting. Right? My Latin isn't as good as as is as, 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 as it should be. It was better when I was younger because if you don't use it, you lose it. But they still do that. Like, you can go to San Francisco over here in California, and they still do it in Latin, and they chant. I love that with the incense and the chants. They do it in English, but they don't chant as much. But they do kind of sing it, right? Um, And then they do it in in, uh, um, Spanish as well, especially out in the San Francisco Bay Area where I grew up. Large Hispanic population there. Large Native population down there in in the Bay Area. (coughs) So... Considering that was owned by Mexico, <laughs> I'm up here in Sacramento. You know which this this portion of the northern part of of California was was uh, not much of owned by the Mexicans, but Mexico you know originally owned California, Nevada, Arizona, and New Mexico, and Texas. That was all Mexican territory when the the Spanish took it from the natives. Okay. So let's continue here because this is coming to an end here. So let's just go ahead and end this session 80 right now. Let's go ahead with this.
1: Question 80.23. Questioner, is there anything that we can do to improve the contact or to make the instrument more comfortable? Answer, I am Ra. The alignments are most conscientious. We are appreciative. The entity which serves as instrument is somewhat distorted towards the condition you call stiffness of the dorsal regions manipulation would be helpful I am Ra I leave you my friends glorying in the light and the love of the one infinite creator go forth therefore rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator Adonai
0: and I think we'll continue a little bit there's no use stopping now since I started earlier I think we'll go ahead and, and continue right so that's gonna change over by itself for those of you who are on the mp3 file you don't see the visual on your screen so this is the law of one session 81 which was conducted March 22nd 1982 as time goes the the they were in the beginning they were doing a couple sessions a day and then they were doing a session every day and as they got more and more into it and got further and further along Um, Carlos started having more and more problems, so they started doing them less often. And that's where like now we're into nineteen eighty two and we're in session eighty one and there's that's only twenty six uh sessions left to the end, and in that time period between now and twenty six sessions, it takes two years. Right? In the beginning they probably did the first twenty six sessions in like two weeks. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and continue here. We'll do it a little bit more, I don't know, maybe I'll do another half hour, who knows? Sometimes I go, like yesterday, I planned on coming on for an hour, and I talked for two and a half hours.
1: I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Question 81.1. Questioner, could you...
0: Okay, that's odd. My screen is telling me that you guys are seeing something completely different than what we should be seeing here. Or did I start this over? Was that what I did? Yeah, I did. Sorry, my monitor... I started over on my monitor and didn't realize. It. I'm like, why am I seeing the uh, not seeing the uh, raw, the law of one? Why am I seeing the slideshow? Because I exited accidentally on a window when I came back in. It started at the beginning, not up to now. Live, so now we're back live. I apologize. Let's go back over here and go into full screen mode and continue.
1: first tell me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. The physical complex energy is in deficit at this particular space-time nexus due to prolonged psychic accentuation of pre-existing distortions. The remainder of the energy complex levels are as previously stated. Question 81.2 Questioner, is this the reason for the instrument's feeling of uninterrupted weariness? Answer, I am Ra. There are portions of your space-time in which this may be said to be symptomatic of the psychic greeting reaction. However, the continual weariness is not due to psychic greeting but is rather an inevitable consequence of this contact. Question 81.3 Questioner, why is this an inevitable consequence? What is the mechanism of this contact that creates this weariness? Answer, I am Ra. The mechanism creating weariness is that connection betwixt the density wherein this instrument's mind-body-spirit complex is safely kept during these workings and the altogether variant density in which the instrument's physical body complex resides at this space-time. As the instrument takes on more of the coloration of the resting density the third density experience seems more heavy and wearisome. This was accepted by the instrument, as it desired to be of service. Therefore, we accept also this effect about which nothing of which we are aware may be done. Question. Okay, so see there you
0: need to understand that if you astral project, right? If you out of body work, if you are a person like me who, who stands the line in the other reality, when you go to sleep, you have that dream where you think you're someplace else with other people and you're standing and you're fighting a war with magic that's real that's not just a dream where you think you could fly right and you have magical powers right and you're fighting an enemy that you don't always see but it's there that's real that's a real place in the temporal war where a lot of us who are wanderers go and fight so even when we're sleeping and our physical body is at rest our eternal soul travels to another reality and continues because we are not just occupying this one avatar do you understand that we are occupying many other avatars in many other places and times at the same moment that we are occupying this one in this reality unless this is the first time you've ever been here and then in that case and you're new to this you are here mostly present in this place you don't have those dreams as much even though some of that does happen because your mind wiped here and you haven't uh, gone through this to move up you ha you weren't moved up and then and then moving back down to other places so you're not in as many places but you still have your higher higher self you know your super consciousness in- embedded in the sixth okay so if you never have those dreams don't don't feel bad oh, I don't, I've never had that kind of dream well oh, I'm not special no you it just means you're you're not ready for that and you're here probably for the first time for not meaning this is your very first life you could have been here 10 15 20 times now but you've never graduated from this place this 3d place you've never graduated to the 4d and I'm not talking on a spiritual sense I'm talking on a physical sense you have the third dimensional third density which is which is a which is a physical place and then you have the 3d 4d 5d which is a spiritual consciousness vibration within this octave that is a physical third dimensional place that's how people get confused where the where they get that quantum weirdness where they think because I'm spiritual I'm in the 4D reality. You're only in the 4D reality in your mind. I mean you're you're you are there, but your physical body is embedded here in the 3D. It's not 4D. The reality around you is not 4D, but your vibration of your eternal soul is and that a part of that is attached to this third dimensional body. And as you start vibrating at a higher higher rate as a as a spiritual body your physical body vibrates higher with you but it doesn't transcend to the next level however your soul does so your soul starts to embed in the the physical body of the next octave and when you get really close to the transition you are in both places and that's when you start getting the the um deja vus and the all past present and future seem to happen all at once sometimes okay a lot of people don't explain that properly and so there's a confusion people are already talking about I'm 7d I'm 8d no you're not no you're not if you're still occupying this physical form in this third dimensional place you cannot be 7 and 8d spiritually you have no idea what you're talking about okay you can be four, and some aspects of five, but people think they can just hop over. that will be like me saying, I'm 12D now. I don't care about everything else in between. I just hopped over it. I'm so cool. No. No, you're not. I can tell you that. Because Jesus Christ, the Savior of this planet, was 4D before he came here. That's why when he was here, he was all about love, because that's what's happening in the next place it's all about love unless you're on uh, you know unless you're on the bad side and you go down the bad path and it's all about hate and evilness but the lesson that you learn there is not like here you don't learn here you're you're cramming so you're going you're gonna have to learn all of these things so here's a taste of all of those to know that what you're gonna do after this place you can learn other things but now you have the prerequisite here the prerequisite is all the prerequisites there once you move to the fourth the prerequisite is the main thing you're gonna learn about here is love however knowledge independence power or all that other stuff you can still learn here but the main objective is to know love then from there it's wisdom Do you understand the next the next place up in the sixth or the fourth fifth is wisdom and then education okay so, you can, you can vibrate spiritually and understand the concepts of those places, but you're not there yet, okay? And if you were, you would be like Jesus Christ was here. And if you're not that loving, that honest, that knowledgeable, and have an aura as big as His, you are just not in the fifth you're not even in the fourth you're having a spiritual moment that transcends transcends this third dimensional reality but you are not Oh, I'm, I'm moving into 5d dude no you're moving into to the fifth density of the third dimensional octave you're in okay it's like the onion and there are many many layers only you're going from the middle out not trying to get to the middle But in a sense, you are going from out to the middle. That's that whole um, golden mean ratio, 3, 6, and 9, where you're spiraling outward, 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 outward to infinity. And God, the one, then peels you back, basically, and sends you on an infinity travel inward, inward, inward. And in the center of that spiral is where God is. But then you... Then instantaneously change, and now you're going outward, 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 outward again until you instantaneously change and go inward, 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 because that's the law of the universe in this third dimension. As above, so below the three, the six, and the nine. The three vibration is us humans, the sixth vibration is the planet in nature, the nine vibration is the God figure, is the one. So the three and the six. Or alternate the three vibrates in a clockwise or counterclockwise. I think it's clockwise because the universe travels in a counterclockwise. So we we our energy travels in a clockwise motion, outward spiral, continuous until it's controlled by the one, who then sends you back on a on a spiral going counterclockwise. Well, it's perspective because if you look at it from the opposite perspective, you're now still going clockwise. Okay, but you flip over and that's that's how that that's how that that entire ball which is a Taurus not Taurus the bull but Taurus is that ball that has all of the spirals that come out infinity and then they go over on themselves and spiral back down into the center okay so the God energy is what keeps us from spiraling out of control for infinity but infinity the figure eight symbol is the one-dimensional or two-dimensional or three-dimensional Version the figure eight of the Taurus The Taurus is the four-dimensional version of that. Do you understand? Okay, I know that seems like a tirade right there, but it's not really. It pertains to everything that they were saying, and how the choices that you make determine the d- the direction that you go. Do you understand that? Uh, maybe I should have. I'm I'm again talking like. Um, Q right (laughs) Um, I'm getting uh, what you think is crazily not on the topic but but the complex right the the physical body complex and the spiritual space-time and the spiritual body complex is just exactly that what I was just describing to you I know that might not if you have any questions about that ask them now
1: 81.4 Questioner, is the effect a function of the number of sessions, and has it reached a peak level or will it continue to increase in effect? Answer, I am Ra. This wearying effect will continue but should not be confused with the physical energy levels, having only to do with the, as you would call it, daily round of experience. In this sphere those things which are known already to aid this instrument will continue to be of aid. You will, however, notice the gradual increase in transparency, shall we say, of the vibrations of the instrument. Question 81.5 Questioner, I didn't understand what you meant by that last statement. Could you explain it? Answer, I am Ra. Weariness of the time-space nature may be seen to be that reaction of transparent or pure vibrations with impure, confused, or opaque environs Question 81.6 Questioner, is there any of this effect upon the other two of us in this group? Answer, I am Ra. This is quite correct. Question 81.7. Questioner, then we would also experience the uninterrupted weariness as a consequence of the contact.
0: So I wanted to cut in here with, this is why that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. This is why magic users go gray. This is why the that wanderers have autoimmune problems this is why the vibration that your soul is vibrates at a higher level in this body this avatar knows you're not supposed to be residing here so you don't fit in your body properly and you can you can instinctively you know that you look around and there's people around that never get tan that never get sick there's people around that don't have any problems they can eat shit and hell the moon they can eat whatever they want to eat everything hot everything cold everything sour everything whatever a hundred pounds of steak and nothing ever happens to them and you have everything wrong with you you run in the sunlight and blister or you you know what I mean it's because this is the the opposite reaction to the action so coming here as a wanderer you are coming here where the universe knows you're not supposed to be here the universe itself is trying to stop you from being here not because it hates you but because you're not right you don't fit here so because you don't fit here you vibrate wrongly according to your body and you and your body doesn't react well to that your energy is too strong for this 3d body your vibration though it is you came into this body you lower your vibration slightly so that you can fit in this body but your vibration is still higher than and so you ascend quicker once you start to break your conditioning and wake up and then you have the opposition who understands that and they track that that's how they find you before you know who you are okay because you have a stronger vibration you're stronger than other people and you have a higher vibration and a higher light they look for that signature and try to get you to be evil because that diminishes you and then you like go evil you go down the dark side of the force and you do gain power but they diminish your ability to help which is why you came here and now you're hindering that's why they try to recruit you as soon as they identify you they watch family lines they watch DNA because all of that is telltale every part of what I am spiritually I am reflective physically okay that's why my show is called Orion Rising I came from Orion I came from the center of galaxies on the belt of Orion with people from the left and the right we the the Orion's belt formed a coalition and we have came here to help it's not a lot of us we're not like billions but there are billions of wanderers here and coalition's from space they're still up there two big ones okay so there I was a half-breed Celt and um, Viking because we humans uh, occupy 25% of the population of the entire known universe all the known universes we seem to like this form okay and here I am a half-breed Celt Viking okay my DNA is European Western Northern European my blood is typo negative which only dates back 10,000 years on this planet scientists believe that the DNA that people who have typo negative that came from the west coast of Spain mind you largest population of people with typo negative blood is in in one town in the west coast of Spain and if you listen to the gods of Ireland and read the books of the gods of Ireland there was two invasions that came from Spain so the Irish people originated in Spain and came to Ireland look at our tap dance look at our music it evolved from a Spanish background and lineage and they say that that particular bloodline that became the Celts were what the people in the ancient world called angels an angelic race of people who eventually were born on this planet not coming here with wings I'm not making this up this is modern-day talk by modern-day scientists and scholars not me okay so but if you then look at from that perspective everything that is me from Orion is reflected here in my physical body my name is Leonard Edward O'Neill the name Leonard means Lionheart. The name Edward means happy guardian. O'Neill means bloodline of Neil. Neil meant champion, champion of the people. And what am I here doing? I am here championing the people. <laughs> My initials are L-E-O, Leo. That's the Greek word for lion. That's where we get the word lion from. So my initials are LEO, Leo. When I was baptized, I chose Gabriel because I have an older brother that was Gabriel and there's an archangel Gabriel, so I chose Gabriel. The nun chose uh, uh, Moira McPherson chose Leo. So when I was baptized, I was baptized with both names. So my my Christian name is Leonard Edward uh, what did it go? Did they go, Leo? First, no. Leonard, Edward, Gabriel, Leo O'Neill is my Christian name. So another Leo. I'm currently a Virgo only because we have a 12 moon calendar, 12 month calendar. If we go and change everything back to the original 28 day equal 13 moon calendar, I would be a Leo again, the lion, again the lion heart, again the guardian the king of the jungle, the champion of the people. And what do I do? I have a podcast. (laughs) And I own groups and pages. And everything that I'm doing there is in service to others. I joined the IRA in 1984. (laughs) I freed, helped free Ireland. then Then I helped trying to free America and the rest of the world from tyranny. Everything that I was prior to this earth in this lifetime is manifest in everything that makes a me who I am here now today that's my point welcome Karen we started early I started at 4 so and if you come in like Julie went I'm late no you're not I was early I'm just still on the air <laughs> right? speaking of that don't forget that this weekend if you're in America right daylight savings time ends Saturday night Actually, Sunday morning at 2 a.m., wherever you are, justified to East Coast, West Coast. Don't forget to set your clocks back. You get an extra hour of sleep. Yay! Right? So we'll be back on standard time. Some of you don't. When I was in Arizona, only a portion of, of Arizona did the time change thing. I loved it in Arizona. You just never changed the time. You were just where you were the programming on television just changed from 8 to 7 because <laughs> everybody else went changed to spring forward and you didn't so you were ahead by an hour so that meant everyone else's 8 8 p.m. Uh, that did the time change was your 7 p.m. Sun still didn't go down for a hundred years there anyways right and came up really really early right so don't forget that okay so why don't we continue here and because they're gonna get into some questions Right.
1: Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. The instrument by the very nature of the contact bears the brunt of this effect. Each of the support group by offering the love and the light of the one infinite creator an unqualified support in these workings and in energy transfers for the purpose of these workings experiences between 10 and 15% roughly of this effect. It is cumulative and identical in the continual nature of its manifestation. See, so
0: this is why, guys, when you do working, and I tried you know, I, I tried to explain this to people when, I, when I'm talking, that's why I'm going to do it now. When you work with magic or you work with the light or you work with the darkness, when you're not just being mundane, there is a price that you pay and it wears on you. Now, you can get around that. First of all, you protect yourself like they do by creating a, a, a neutral space, right, that's static, you know, you create it, whatever, you cast a, cast a bubble, cast a circle, whatever you want to call it, for to clean out your ritual space where you're going to do your workings. I do that here at my desk. My room is slightly out of phase with the rest of the universe. I do that on purpose so that no, no evil energy can bother me while I'm in here, but it still tries then you also have to learn to draw energy from different things the universe different spiritual minds that are like thinking (coughs) pardon me different energies from different deity figures in history or in the Bibles that you want to use like energy for what you're trying to do you borrow that energy so that you're not expending your own energy when I get done doing the show even after all of that and I've been doing this and working with magic for my entire life okay I'm not even joking you I was instinctively doing that I've said that on many shows instinctively casting a bubble before I went to bed because I didn't want bad people to to get me and I was using river rocks that I were placed on all four bedposts and my father caught me doing that one day when I was like four or five and said what are you doing and I told him and he was like wow wh- how, who told you how to do that and I'm like I, I just know how to do it okay so even then when I get done doing one of these shows I'm spent okay I get done even though I borrow energy from the universe and I use the charm of making because I know the actual charm of making I've talked about it on air even gave it to you if you were listening but you have to understand how to work it you can't work it if you're not ready that's you know magic with a K hi magic You can't work it unless you're ready the universe will not allow you to accidentally screw up and kill yourself or do damage to the universe. Doesn't work that way. Safeguards. Okay, that's just like if I know something about you psychically and I try to tell you and it's something that you're supposed to learn on your own. I cannot tell you, even if I try. <laughs> I've done that just to see if I can do this. Nope. You will not be able to say that to anyone. Can't do it. I've had people go I know that you know it I'm like I do know it but I can't tell you physically can't it's not that I'm choosing not to I can't tell you every time I try to do it my mind locks up and my mouth doesn't work locks up I can't do it because the universe doesn't want me to it's something that you're supposed to experience and find out for yourself I can give you tools I can tell you these are the tools you're gonna need but I can't tell you what they're good for and where you need them It's something you have to figure out on your own okay so even then, when I get done, like, you know, I'm dying. I'm sheesh, my body's is, is, uh, you know, trashed by this. I'm going to have to get like a recliner and put my feet up while I do the show. So I have to go put my feet up and then, uh, of course, my voice from talking, that's why I talk so fast. Well, one, I'm gypsy Irish. I'm a pikey. Those of you who are English, I just call myself a nigger. That's what that word means in, in, in um, to the Irish. Pikey. Pikey. That's the N-word to us. Okay? That's the N-word to the Irish. That's what they called us. Pikey. Or if you got a really thick London accent, Pikey. Ooh, I fucking hate pikes. Okay. So, since I am Irish Gypsy, we talk a lot faster than most people on the planet when we talk. And we think that fast, too. Our brain is super fast. My brother, he talks slower but his brain moves just as fast. I can go, talk to him that fast, and he gets it. My sister out-talks me. Two of my sisters do. And some of my nieces and nephews, right? We, we, it's just part of our family. We People trip. We get a family reunion together. I know this is off topic. But we get a family re- reunion. Say there's 30 of us, 20 or 30 of us. We can literally sit there and have four conversations with four individuals at the exact same time and have four people talking to us and understand them individually. No joke. And answer them I've had my friends go how in the hell do you do that you just went yes no Saturday 2 (laughs) p.m. and and you were talking each word was an answer to a question from a different person that all that fired them at you at the same time and I'm like that's because our family's just done that forever we're loud obnoxious we talk over each other and we tell my brother and I do it on the phone we don't stop. You know how when you're talking to somebody and they go to interrupt you and you stop because you're, all right, fine, you're interrupting me. We don't do that. We just keep talking. We just keep talking because he's hearing me and I'm hearing him. So we talk at the same time. And then sometimes when like it bugs one of us, we'll okay, fine, I'll, I'll give in to you this time. Next time, I'm fucking talking through you. That's what we do. <laughs> it's not because we're assholes. It's because I can be speaking to you and have you speak to me at the same time and I can understand what you're saying and still continue to speak to you and then answer that question that you asked me while I was answering the question you asked me. My sister does this all the time. She fires a question at me, and I go to answer it, and she fires another question while I'm answering. And I'm like, do you want to hear the actual answer, or do you want me to just say it and hope that you hear it? She's like, sorry, forgot. And then I'm like, no, no, if you're okay with it, keep firing away so she'll do that. And people are like, why don't you give him a chance to speak? And she's like, because he is speaking. But see, they don't get that she hears me and comprehends what I'm saying while she's going... So, did you ask them if they were going to go to the camp? You know what I mean? Did anybody get sunburnt at the time? <laughs> right? <laughs> so when exactly did they go? How many people went? Should fire questions like that at me? And I'm like, no, yes, two people got burnt. And I don't know how many people went, 30, I think? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, that's just the way we are. But this stuff in here does happen, and you have to know that, and because you have to know how much you're biting off. Okay? experience between 10 and 15 percent roughly of this effect guaranteed every time and then if you have somebody attacking you that increases okay so you have to be aware that the more and the more often you this is why I cut my shows down because I'm getting more into the spiritual and the cabal aspect and I had to stop doing interviews those are unimportant they're unimportant at this at this juncture this juncture unimportant and i needed my energy be, to be focused doing this portion on friday and doing your ryan rising news on whatever day that news broke and i needed to go live i have people stacked up going when are we going to do a, 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 a not now not until after the election fiasco is over i'm sorry none of that is important to me right now it is not important to the universe it's not important to the world you're, you're if you want to get your, your work out there, there's other people that will interview you and get your word out there right now my word and what I'm doing is more important because I have to conserve my energy because I'm being constantly under attack for doing what I'm doing just last night I had a guy ask me hey uh, one of my posts got taken down from your site I was like which one dude I own like eight different um, pages and, and groups right and then I'm an admin on like 25 others so you have to explain to me which one it was And he told me it was Ancient Aliens Worldwide. By the way, I just said worldwide again, so now I'm going to have a problem with Facebook. I said worldwide on my live performance yesterday on uh, Orion Rising, um, you know, doing Orion Rising News. So when I posted it, it got kicked back. Facebook said, you said worldwide somewhere in your 15 seconds of your video, and that is owned by history. And do you want to allow us to allow history to review it? And I type back to them, no. The words worldwide are not and cannot be copyrighted so that no one else in the world can say those words. Because if that is possible, I'm going to copyright the entire fucking dictionary. Every word. And every time anyone speaks in a movie, television, podcast, book, anything, they have to pay me a rights to use that word. So bugger off and put my freaking show back on there. And then I got, the song that you used for your intro was used by WWE. I said, yes, you told me that before. I've been using the song for over a year. WWE used it two months ago. Therefore, ergo, I had it first. Copyright. Check your files. You'll see that I posted this on every show I've started for over a year. And look when they used it. Go bother them, not me. I got it from YouTube and it was a free no one owns the rights to this song on YouTube to be published on the planet for whatever anyone wants to use it for. Well, we don't acknowledge YouTube doing that. I'm like, you do when you censor shit. Anyways, so I'm going to get this because I said that worldwide worldwide bang tonight. I'm going to be arguing with Facebook again. Isn't that insane people? That is insane. I'm reading what Peter has written in the chat here. Fairhope, I c- I carry fail everywhere. I go to the, to symbol of money is symbol of love, and the spelling might. Yes, he's he's speaking. Uh, he he speaks into um a, a device that you know, or an app that or his phone, and it types for him. And he's got an Irish accent. I do the same thing with my accent. Sometimes it doesn't come through, and so he, because he doesn't type right and because he has he's dyslexic so he, he can't type very well because he can't what he sees you know, all the letters are jumbled so he's not sure what he's saying so he speaks it uh and then if i say something in the chat anybody says something in the chat his his um app speaks it to him so he knows what's being said and so when when peter talks sometimes his app doesn't pick up what he said right and i have to read him like i do q <laughs> right <laughs> so um I, I think i'm getting what you're saying you know it, but i mean you're right the Everywhere you go, right? So, yeah, that's that's really jumbled, Peter. I apologize, buddy. So, sometimes if you read what Pete says, and you go, hey, he's not making a lot of sense there, or something weird, it's because he, when he's talking, he can't proof it. Do you understand? Because he's dyslexic. So when he's talking, and it types, um, he can't proofread it to go like we would do if you're doing a text and you talk, and you look at it and go, no, oh, man, that thing screwed that up. That's not what it's supposed to be saying. He can't tell that because he's dyslexic. So he just says it and then pushes uh, the button to send. And uh, if the thing reads it back to him, he goes, oh, crap. And he reads it again. Or he re- re-speak it. So it's not his fault that sometimes that comes through. Sorry, Pete, if I told people you were dyslexic and you didn't want people to know that. You know I love you, my brother. And I wouldn't do anything to. First time I met him, he was live. Somehow we ended up friends. And I don't remember how. He Neither, neither does he. <laughs> right? And he went live and he was pissed off because some guys had beat him up. Right. Uh, Yes, they were drinking and they were being stupid. He was drinking. It was late at night and then they beat him up because they they were just being mean to him. And they were, you know, people were talking shit when he was trying to talk on his uh, uh, going live because they knew he was dyslexic. So so evil people were doing evil shit to Peter because they could. And it was the opposition because of who he is and how strong he is. And he had to put up with it. Well, a friend of his said, no, here, bro here's a a device. I don't know if it was an app or if it was a machine that you plug into your devices. Uh, But he was talking about that and he could actually, uh, I was typing to him and he was actually answering me and I was like, how is he, He, I don't see him reading anything and he's actually answering me and talking directly to me. uh, uh, You know, when he was live and I was like, that's weird. And then then he told me what was going on. uh, That he could hear, that it was saying it to him. But we couldn't hear it over the microphone, so he was telling, it was telling him in his ear what I was saying in the chat, and then he was mad uh, because these guys were coming after him, but he was happy because they couldn't talk shit in the chat anymore because he, could, he knew now what they were saying. Uh, and they tried to take advantage of that. You see, that's how evil people try to disrupt your life, uh, and that's done by the opposition trying to uh, keep Peter from doing what it is that he does, the good work, uh, and try to keep him down and um, he overcame that do you understand right he says he says I'm proud to be dyslexic dyslexic is intelligence, and that's a fact no that is you know it's not it doesn't make you see that's where people they they try to go after anything that is different I mean look at these autistic kids people like oh they're autistic they're so special poor things. I have a nephew who's autistic and he has an IQ that might be higher than mine and I have a really, really high IQ. I mean that. Einstein looks stupid compared to my IQ. And I'm not trying to brag. It runs on our family. My, my, my brother's other son uh, is, is literally going to be a nuclear physicist, uh, and he's, gonna work on, he's working on a rocket, so he's going to go to work for NASA. And Sage, the youngest one, is smarter than his brother, and quite possibly smarter than me, right? He's already doing math that I only know by theory, because I didn't take that math. Right, but I still get it because I was a theoretical physicist. I wasn't applied. He's an applied mathematician. Right? And his brother is also applied, right? So he and I get along because we don't do the math, but we understand like way more than Sage does about physics. He just knows the mathematics. So when he we get to talking, I have to get him, you know, hit him up with the math, and then he goes past me and I go, explain that to me. And he does, I'm like, yes, that's this, 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 and this, and this is how that works. And I know all that, but I don't know the written math to that. I know a lot, like calculus and above, but he's into, like, super college grade, has special tutors. He's like Sheldon. I mean, he literally, he's like Sheldon. <laughs> he's even rude, too. He has no, no, uh, uh, no, no sensors whatsoever. But our family's been known for that. They used to call me Professor Precise because there was no Sheldon when I was little. And we don't have filters. We have to learn them as we get older. So maybe I was autistic as well. My brother's the same. My sisters are all the same. I have four sisters. But our father was that way. We speak our minds, but we have a really high IQ. Our whole family is that way. It's weird. And we don't brag about it. We try to be normal. But sometimes we just, you know, when we're young, we don't have filters. And we'll look at somebody and go, you really are an idiot, aren't you? You're just stupid. Were you born that way? And people are like, did you just say that? And we go, why? What's wrong with that? Yeah, we have to learn. You know, even though we tell our, ourselves that, we're like, that's wrong. Sage, you, know, you don't talk to people like that. But it's true. It doesn't mean you have to necessarily tell them. <laughs> Why not? Because it's not nice. So we, have, so we learn our filters as we get older, And he's, but he's just like Sheldon right now, and he's learning uh, to get better at it and not be that way. But when he was younger, he was a lot like that. And his, well, and his brother is like that. His brother is rude. He even looks at my brother as if he's trash. Trailer trash, you guys are ghetto, right? I mean, he, my brother's like we're nowhere. I'm like, I know, bro. You're like middle class America. You're not ghetto at all, you know. I'm I would be more considered ghetto, but I'm not. I don't. I don't even live in the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? I live in a, a, a not an upper middle class, but middle class neighborhood, right? So, and and I've been I've always been an aristocrat. I, when I was younger, I dressed in a suit and tie all the time. I was GQ Republican, you know. I was GQ walking around. People thought I was a of things that I wasn't above my station right I would walk into a place and in fact my sister here's a perfect example I was wearing black slacks a white shirt black tie and that was the uniform where I worked right and and then we had a vest but I took the vest off I had left work because my sister's apartment caught on fire so I boss I got to go my sister's apartment burned on fire and I got to find out if everybody's okay she's scared to death and and I don't got to find out about the kids the whole lines go take the day all right So I drive out, I get there and the fire's out and I walk in, right, bullshit attitude and experience. I walk into the scene past the police department, past the firemen, I walk in, I start looking around and I start asking the firemen questions. All right, where do you think this thing started? And they all turned and looked at me and they didn't look at me like, who the hell are you? At first they did, but then when they saw me standing there dressed the way I was, they assumed something about me. Some of them thought I was the fire marshal's Investigator and some of them thought I was the insurance from the apartment complex. so they answered my questions. Well, it looks like it started over here at the Christmas tree. Apparently, they didn't have it plugged into a, any kind of power surge protector, and the Christmas tree lights caught fire and caught the tree on fire, and it looks like that's what caused the place to go up. Okay, all right, everybody's okay though? they all got out? Yes, sir. They were yes sir, no, sir, yes sir. I walk outside, I go to my sister and I start talking to her. All the people around her think I'm a fire the fireman or the insurance guy. So they all back away. I'm like, Are you all right? How's things? Where the kids, everybody okay? They thought I was just being the official. And then my sister was talking and she said, Come here, don't why are you walking away? She goes, Oh, you don't need me bothering you. She goes, This is my brother. I want to introduce you. Oh my god, I thought you were like a fire marshal or the insurance guy. Because the way I dressed, the way I stood, the way I walked and the way I talked so whether you're dyslexic or not my point in this whole thing ranting doesn't change the fact of who you are inside and the truth is Peter's right most people who have dyslexia have a higher IQ that's not that's not a joke that is an actual fact almost 100% of all people who are dyslexic have a very large IQ that's crazy right but it's true It's because the way the brain is wired, mundane things like that aren't as important to you as the higher functioning of your thoughts. Right? I have a buddy whos they call him, they they say he's dyscalculus. He's not dyslexic when he reads words, but he has a problem with math numbers. Until you take all the numbers away and you get into more of the the calculus and formulas you know of geometry and stuff like that because they're formulas that you just memorize and then they're represented by another figure other than a number do you understand so he, he has problems with lower case, with lower numbers one through nine and any variation or you know zero through nine and any variation of those no matter how many digits you go out he has issues with them but if you transpose those into letters he can he can actually do math with letters <laughs> his brain gets it so you see how that is that's and he's got a very high IQ as well long long time friend of mine we've known each other since we were like 17 and in fact we were roommates and I might be roommates with him again and once I my mom passes I may move back down to the Bay Area probably will and move back in the house that I was living in with him before I left to go get married and move to Arizona okay so let's see what Peter says here Richard Bronson Tom Cruise Michael J. Fox they're all dyslexic and many others see do you see that a lot of people don't know that okay so a lot of people don't know that that, those people because there's no reason that's why there's no reason for them to talk about it that's why when you do like here you know in California at least at the Department of Motor Vehicles you can take the test where you don't have to read it because you some people don't know how to read and some people are dyslexic that doesn't mean you don't understand and can't learn how to drive because you that's why they make symbols along with the stop sign the stop sign is octagonal and is red so you know that's the stop sign green light go red light stop yellow light caution slow down or punch it because you're about to get through the intersection <laughs> right that's why turn signs freeway signs everything has don't walk walk everything has a symbol instead of just words because people who are dyslexic are not dis you know dyslexic when it comes to symbols it's usually just the letters of our alphabet right or people with numbers so that's why all the signs are pictorial that's why we have all of these signs that we use for memes and and uh, hashtags right we have these little, you know, thumbs up heart on everything. You can have a total conversation. Have you ever done it? I have total conversation just using the little uh memes, right? Or not the, you know, what I'm talking about the little, the little um, hashtags, whatever they're called. I can't even think of what they're called now. And then I did a song where I used, you know, memes, visual. No, there were there were um, gifs, gifs are the little one that's like four or five seconds and they repeat. I did I did a whole video with them. <laughs> and put music to it, and did a whole video about the coronavirus just playing with gifts literally you could watch it it's on my page. I think i posted i don't know if I posted it on YouTube I might have even put it up on youtube and I think I put you know um uh, fun with gifts, but it was all about the covid you know covid nineteen the coronavirus and I, every song was a song that was written during and about the coronavirus that I play with all the gifts playing to it it's kind of fun when you watch it you got you have to kind of laugh no matter how stressed out you are about the coronavirus all right guys I'm gonna call it for the night don't forget look for me tomorrow I'll probably if I can I'll try to go at 4 p.m. and I'm gonna play that's gonna be um, the uh, Hunter Biden if, uh, audio tape if you haven't heard it already I've been sitting on it for 48 hours now and I'm going to play it because it's already aired. Peter sent it to me earlier and I was like, oh, yeah, the guy's played the exact one that I have. I'm going to play that for you tomorrow where he actually uh, incriminates himself, okay? I'm also going to play a few other whistleblowing videos, but I think what I'm going to do when I play the video is when I get into trouble, right? So, I don't know. I'll just play the video. I'll, I'll probably get into trouble anyways and I'll be... So, if you're live... We'll either get kicked off the air or we won't. But after that, I'm sure the video will be um, listed as misinformation or conspiracy theory and no one will be able to see it. So it's going to be censored. So if you catch it live, you're going to get the stuff live. And if it does get censored, I record so I can Dropbox you another, another copy of the video. I'm going to also put it up. I have not had any of my podcast MP3 file podcasts be flagged none of those companies are, are the big tech that can that are that are that are uh, you know communists socialists so that stuff stays out there and when I post those the mp3 file doesn't get flagged even on YouTube or Facebook okay and and I guess that they, they don't look for that in the algorithm yet so now that I've said it they'll probably start doing it but on the genres that you leave those high tech industries no Google which is YouTube no Facebook, if you go anywhere else that you look up and listen to a podcast, none of those have been censored so far as I know where my podcast goes on, right? Apple Podcast, Podbean, Podcast Addict, uh, Anchor, FM, uh, Spotify, any of those places where, and anything else that I can't remember, right? Because it's all over the world. My, My podcast has been listened to in 84, 86 countries around the planet. All right, so you guys have a good night and Namaste. I love you guys. Anybody who's still here, anybody who finds this, share this because if somebody that you know, this this especially the of one, resonates with, it's because it's your time to remember. We're waking up. There's over a billion wanderers here, and I hate to say it. You know, I hate to like quote Trump, but we're winning. We're winning. We're winning uh, because we are. They can't just they can't just bump us off. They're trying with this fear of the coronavirus, which was planned. I won't talk about that right that's for Orion Rising News have a good night people and may your God go with you well where's that from Peter right (laughs) so okay hold on let me get back in the studio so I can end this broadcast all right I I love you guys have a great night I'll see you tomorrow for those of you who want to talk politics otherwise come back next Friday I try to do 5 p.m. but you know there I did two hours today Um, I decided to come on earlier. I was just, there's something told me I I was itching. Got to get on. So I came on at 4, but then for those people who show up at the 5 o'clock hour, I stayed on for a little bit longer so that those guys wouldn't go, well, dude, I just got here and you're getting off the hell. All right, guys, I love you. Have a great night. Or morning, depending on where you are.